T-minus 25 seconds. 20 seconds and counting. T-minus 15 seconds. Guidance is internal. 12, 11, 10, 9. Ignition sequence start. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Tower cleared. Here we got a roll program. And as Apollo 11 does its roll program, this podcast now does its roll program. The tape is rolling. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. My name is Grant Cameron, and you're listening to the Paranormal UFO Consciousness Podcast. Thank you for taking time from your life to be here. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. This is Grant Cameron, and I'm going to do a little bit of a an update on stuff that's happening, new material. Quite a bit happening. In behind me, you'll see an orb. We're busy with the orbology group. A bunch of people who have um, are studying this orb phenomena. Um, this is one of the cooler ones. I think it was taken either by Jeff or by Chase in the United States. And if people believe this is dust, this is pretty cool looking dust. That's the first thing I wanted to mention. The main thing I want to talk about today is there is now a new scientific investigation being done by a government. Um, it's being done by the Canadian government, and it is being conducted, has started uh, some time back. I was actually part of a group that was um, semi-involved in this whole thing. And basically what's happened is the Canadian government, um, through the work of government Larry McGuire, his member of parliament in Canada, got interested in the UFO phenomena, not because he had had a sighting or anything, he just was interested in it and decided that he wanted to um, pursue this. There was a bunch of other MPs who were interested in the phenomena. And they contacted the science advisor to the Prime Minister of Canada, which is a new position since um, 2017. And basically what happened is that they uh, were going to run a panel. We were part of a panel. I won't get too much into that. Um, but we were going to get some American advice and some help to educate these members of parliament that were going to come forward. And then what happened at the very end of the whole thing was that the Americans pulled out because the Canadians wanted to do a scientific investigation. And the word that was used is that's the poison pill. One of them said, I'm gone. And then one of the other people later stated that uh, we're not here to do disclosure. I could go on. And so basically we have two different systems that are going on. We have one being run by the U.S. Congress, but that has nothing to do with science. As far as I can see, it has to do with intelligence and um, 
the Armed Services Committee, which means it's a being proposed as a military threat, uh, looking for funding for uh, black ops and um, to study this uh, mystery that it appears they may not have actually been able to um, unravel and they need some help. And there was some people inside the government who retired who were upset and wanted this out. And so that's the American investigation. The Canadian investigation is much di different. It's being run by a, um, a woman who, whose name is Dr. Mona Nemer, who uh, was formerly the um, head of research for uh, the University of Ottawa. And strangely, the University of Ottawa is where the Wilbert Smith files are. Wilbert Smith ran the Canadian government UFO investigation from 1950 to 1954. Uh, his files are actually at the University of Ottawa, and I have um, a collection of those files. Now, um, she had gone forward. The They were going to use some of the material that we got in terms of Americans answering questions, uh, but we were told at one point that um, people didn't want, weren't intending to answer questions that people could look up on Google. So we didn't get any help. And so the Canadians have gone on their own. And I guess Larry McGuire uh, made this request to uh, Dr. Nemer, and she took up the request. And now there is an official government investigation of UAPs, UFOs, whatever you want to call it. And it started um, last year. This is when we were involved. We were involved in August. So in November is the start of the project. It's called um, Sky Canada Project. It's being run, as I said, out of the Office of the Science Advisor to the Prime Minister of Canada. Uh, so it's very close to the, uh, the head of power here. November 2022 was the start of the project. Um, the timeline states that winter and spring of 2023, uh, the Canadian government through the science advisor will be collecting information. I have given um, connections to a couple of scientists who said that they would contact her um, to try to help get some advice because um, this is not a speed that the Canadian government is going to be up to uh, speed on. And so I've tried to help as much as I can to provide the science advisor with as much material as possible from people that I know who might have some of the answers. So spring and fall, uh, spring and winter 2023. So they will actually um, be in that process right now of collecting information. Fall of 2023, there will be a draft report for internal discussion. Uh, inside, uh, I guess, the science advisor's office or inside the agencies, the, the scientific agencies that are involved. And then spring, uh, winter of 2024, there will be a, a final report and it will be made public. It's not like the United States situation with Congress that uh, Congress may get a bunch of briefings um, in SCIFs and they may find out what's going on, but because it's a national security consideration, it will all be top secret, code word. Uh, you will never hear what's going to go on. You'll hear a bunch of rumors, which people really don't care about. You can hear all the rumors you want. If you can't confirm it, it really doesn't matter. We have had rumors since 1947. So that material, I do not believe we'll see the light of day uh, in terms of classified material, because classified material, what you tell the public 
you tell the Russians and the Chinese, and I don't see any way at all that uh, the national security um, establishment in the United States is going to notify publicly the Chinese and the Russians where to look uh, for where the research is being done, what the, uh, the situation with the elite research, how far it's gotten along, where the crafts are being stole, uh, stored, and what they may have back engineered. There's no way they're going to put that stuff on the table. So the Canadian one will be a, uh, a, a re final report will be made public to everybody. And uh, there's a bunch of um, material they put out in terms of educating people, the idea that um, whatever you uh, you put out, you you get education and it's for the the general public that you cannot advance unless you use science to educate people. So they're going to be very open about this. And I have made some contacts and we will try to keep people up to date on this. Now, um, a lot a lot of the situation that um, sort of disappoints me is that what I said was I when this first was made public by Daniel Otis, who's a reporter for the uh, Canadian uh, CTV television network, and also wrote an article on this for Vice magazine. Uh, he and I have been in contact since last year when he first wrote articles about the fact that the Canadians were going to do a, a an investigation on UAPs. And he wrote an article and um, I said to people that people should link um, Dr. Nemmer's uh, Twitter account to keep track of what's going on. And I looked to see that Lou Elizondo has 115,000 followers. And after I put out the the alert that people should follow Dr. Nimmer, um, uh, basically it's just Daniel Otis and myself who are following her. There's nobody in the UFO community who's following this woman, and this woman is now ch uh, chairing the the only public scientific UFO investigation from a government that will be made public in the last at least the last 30 years so what we've basically got is a situation which i have warned people about before is that if if we do not support this and we do not make sure that this stuff gets out in public you basically have the situation that dr eric walker uh, gave to us back in 1990 when we were doing interviews with him dr eric walker was a former president of penn state university he <laughs> was uh chairman of the board of the institute for defense analysis the top military think tank in the United States where the Jasons came from and where DARPA came from. Um, he knew what the UFO situation was. Uh, we interviewed him. Uh, Dr. Kit Green went in to try to talk to him. Hal Putoff tried to talk to him, uh, trying to pick this guy's brain. And here's what he said about the UFO situation. And this is what we have to be alert of. This is, he, he, this is from a 1990 interview with Dr. Walker. He says, after all, 40 years have gone by and nobody has blown up the world. As I say, this is none of your business. Just to satisfy your curiosity. Is it not, it's not going to do any damn good except to make you happy. Is that not true? Are we to change all the plans and regulations just to make you happy? If you say you are looking for the truth, you will never get it anywhere. Anyway, so forget it. Why should we bother to spend time and money just to make you happy? Answer me that. 
And that basically is saying they really don't care if you're interested in UFOs. This is military security. This is about building weapons. This is about protecting yourself against weapons that other countries may build with uh, the technology that people may think is at the bottom of this thing. And the other story that relates to this is uh, the story that was told by, it was told to me by um, Bud Hopkins many years back. And this is the story that um, J. Allen Hynek, who had been given the science job for the U.S. Air Force, um, had gone in the 1970s. And this is when you hear this story, when it was handed off from the government to the military contractors to sort of protect it. Um, at, at that point, uh, it was in the Nixon administration, uh, Rumsfeld, who was the um, uh, National Security Advisor defense guy for um Richard Nixon um, was friends with J. Allen Hynek. And at one point, J. Allen Hynek said to him in his office, he said, you know, I've been the, sort of the good guy and I've worked on this and I've uh, done all the, the government asked me to do on this program. And I've been working on this for 30 years. I think it's now time for me to get read in and have a, have a need to know. And the story was that Rumsfeld stood up pointed his finger straight into Jalen Hynek's face and said, you do not have a need to know. And then just sat down again. And that was the end of the conversation. So that's what we have to remember is that if you want this public, uh, you have to go through the science um, um, route and bravo to Canada and bravo to the science advisor and to Prime Minister Trudeau for actually putting this forward and taking the first steps So Canada will lead the way. People always say, what happens if some other government discloses before the United States of America? That may be happening. This will be happening within the next year. And I'm very happy to uh, alert people to the fact that this is going to take place. Now, one other uh, bit of news that has come up uh, will happen within the next year as well is um, I've always maintained that um, there are elements inside the U.S. government who uh, want to control the story, narrate the story, leak the story, uh, get in front of the story. And um, I was approached by some people about this, as I have been in the past. And um, I can just say today, uh, a letter was written. I was very surprised to get a... Um, call from the producer who basically said, I got a call. So uh, we have um, something going on there as well. This may take a while to unfold, uh, but it will be pretty significant if it is. It's not going to be, um, it may be a controlled story by some element within the government, but it is not going to be this national security um, top secret weapon type thing. It's going to be a different part of the story, I think. So that's it for uh, now. Um, as I said, lots of stuff is happening at an incredible rate. I think we're sort of on the edge of something, but um, let's hope that the Canadians get it. I've heard some of the, at least one of the witnesses that they asked to talk to. And uh, I am determined that that name will become public and that alone will change the whole, um, whatever you want to call it, the whole structure of uh, what you think is actually going on. Because it's, um, I don't even know who it is yet, but I know it's a major uh, player that the Canadians wanted to talk to. So that's it for today. Uh, if you have any questions, contact me, whitehouseufo at gmail.com. And I'll keep you updated as we move along.
through the UFO mystery, which has taken up 48 years of my life. Thanks. That's this week's episode of the Paranormal UFO Consciousness Podcast. I'm your host, Grant Cameron, hoping that you will join me for upcoming episodes. Links to my YouTube interviews, books, and my Facebook sites are in the show notes. If you love the podcast or learn something valuable, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, or give a review on today's episode. If you would like a certain paranormal subject dealt with in the future, please let us know. Until next time, watch this space, and thank you so much for listening.